0: Your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Right now, join T Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Give me a break. That's what we're going to do, Michael. We're going to be like accounts now in baseball. Uh, what is it? The Pythagorean theorem. The Pythagorean theorem says that the Red Giants offensive line, that their records should be 1-1. One one. That's the Pythagorean theorem said that Wait, the what? Giants offensive line, that their records should what? be 2-1. What? Wow. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years.
1: Better than this, guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I am Joe Marino of NDT Scouting and Fan Rag Sports, joined by Kyle Krabs, who's the founder, and director of Scouting with NDT Scouting, also with Fan Rag Sports. We are your hosts on this Monday edition of the Draft Dudes Podcast, fresh off of Patrick Reed winning the masters. And our goal today is to do a masterful job of predicting which 32 players. Wow will be selected among the first 32 in the draft. Kyle, what do you think about that segue? Welcome here to the show.
2: Wow, that was, um, I don't want to use the word impressive because that's (laughs) definitely not the word that I'm looking for. Oh, man. Well done. I'll, just, I'll leave it a well done. How's that? Right. Like a bad steak, it was well done.
1: Oh, that see, you're, you're leaving. <laughs> it's all over the place. It's all over the Woo! place. Uh,
2: I'm having steak for dinner,
1: though, tonight, so I'll, uh, I'll see you. Good for if, you. Yeah, you know what? That's actually going to be, as soon as we get done recording, that's what my next uh, plan is. So let's get to this thing, Kyle. Our goal today on the show is to go position by position and predict which players will fill out the first round. So we've got to get to 32. We're going to go one position at a time, and see if we can't come to a consensus list. We'll probably have uh, some disagreements. There'll probably be a few spot, spots that we'll have to come back in and, and, and tie some loose ends. Uh, but uh, for the most part, we'll, we'll find out what happens here, Kyle. Let's get this thing going. We'll start with quarterbacks. I'll let you go first. What do you think here? Who's the guys that are going to be selected amongst the first 32?
2: Listen, are we going to see six? Mm. It feels like we're going to see six. Six. So we've got four locks, though, right? So we can we, we can... have I think we have
1: five locks. Okay, but I think what's interesting here, this is going to be interesting because I think my fifth lock is going to be different than your fifth lock.
2: Yeah, you think Mason Rudolph's a yeah, lot. I think you're Mason sitting here
1: Rudolph... mocking him to Buffalo at twelve. You wild animal! Uh, I think that Mason Rudolph either goes 12 to Buffalo, he goes 18 to the Chargers, he goes 23 to the Patriots, he goes 28 or 29 to the Jaguars or the Giants trade back into the first round. One of those things that I just said will happen. That he'll be a first round pick. Lamar
2: you don't Jackson, think you don't you don't think Buffalo's are realistic? I did. I said with it the, with, not with 12. With the other pick, what do they have? 22.
1: Yeah, uh, 22. So in either case, Buffalo's in play. I think think Mason Rudolph's going to go in the first round. It's debatable whether or not he should. But Lamar Jackson's a quarterback I don't think is a first-round block. I think there's five.
2: And I would say Lamar is better odds because of upside than Mason. So, I mean, let's mark it six. Okay. And then we'll come back, right? Yeah, that's that's how this works because we're probably we're probably going to finish, I would guess, somewhere between like 35 and 38 names. And then we're going to have to whittle down the field.
1: Uh, we'll see. So I've got Allen, Mayfield, Rosen, uh, Darnold, Rudolph, and Jackson as our predicted six first-round quarterbacks.
2: Listen, last
1: time it happened was 1983. And that worked out pretty damn good for those those quarterbacks. Well, a lot of them. Not a lot. I put out that sobering piece on Saturday. Yeah, you buzzkill. <laughs> well, look, I had to bring some reality. Was it, was it 53%? Uh, yeah, 54, 54% of, uh, of first-round quarterbacks drafted uh, since 2000 I had labeled busts. So That's crazy. Yeah, it's not, these, all, these guys are not all going to be good. But that doesn't mean we can't see six drafted. Kyle, let's get over to these running backs. How many, what names do you think are going in the first
2: round? I think two. Okay. I think it's Saquon and Geis.
1: I have no disagreements with you. Do you think there's anybody else that has a chance? Being predictive, seeing the production that Kamara and Hunt had, some of these late round, late first round teams wanting to get that big time productive guy. Anybody who's going to be the if there's a third running back, which one is it? I think there's only. Two. I mean,
2: I'm I'm torn between Rojo and Sony for who I could see yeah. being the next guy off the board. Yeah, and like Philly's a wild card. That was one of the things that I wrote this past weekend for uh, FanRag was the players who could crash the first round. And Rojo with Philly was one that stood out to me because if Geis comes off the board at 13 to Washington or 18 to Seattle and the Eagles don't like the offensive tackles left in the board, uh, Rojo makes a ton of sense in that zone yeah. zone rushing offense.
1: Yeah. I agree. I have a feel. Well, we'll see. Geis is interesting because I think Washington's a landmine. Seattle's a landmine. New England's a landmine. Yeah. Maybe even Pittsburgh, and certainly doesn't get past Philly. But um, we'll see. I think we'll. I think for this, I, I I'm safe with two. Are you good with two, Kyle? Yeah, All
2: I'm right. good with two. All
1: right, I'll take the lead here on tight ends. We'll, we'll do wide receiver next. I don't think any tight ends go in the first round. If there is one, I think it's going to be Mike Gesicki. What do you got?
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I don't think there's any locks. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I I would rank the the top likelihood of Gesecki, Goddard, and um, Hurst, right? Probably Hayden Hurst yeah. third. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't think there's any locks.
1: Right. So we'll leave this as a zero. If we have a spot at the end, you know, for 29:30 something like that, we'll come back and I think we'll toss a tight end in there. Uh, yeah, Kyle, you go ahead, you can you can take wide receivers here. Give me any locks that you have for the first round at the wide receiver position.
2: I think we got two. Oh wow, okay. I think I think DJ Moore is a lock. Woo! And I still think Calvin Ridley goes in the first round. I got two locks. Really? Um Okay, I won't disagree. How about that? Do you have any extras? Do you think Cortland Sutton's in play? Um. Yeah. Even I, though he should be. I think, Do you think he's actually in play.
1: Yeah, I think he should be in play. Um. Man, it's it's hard. It's really hard. If if Buffalo still has twenty one, you got to think they got to go with a wide receiver. Carolina is a wide receiver spot.
2: Um, even New England, I think, is a wide receiver spot. No way. No, no way. New. No way. Bill Belichick. They're, his track record with receivers is awful well we'll see we'll, we'll see we'll and he's he, he's been willing to let other teams find out who can play and who can't you're not wrong about that
1: well then i'd like to i don't know where those destinations are you seem to think Ridley and Moore. i'm more I'm i would rather just say one receiver goes in the first round but that's not fun that's not fun we'll go with the two there and and move on to offensive tackle Kyle i'll take this one i think that there are are three first-round locks to be picked among the first 32. Uh, Connor Williams from uh, offensive tackle from Texas. I yep. think that Mike McGlinchey from yep. Notre Dame, and I think unfortunately Colton Miller from uh, UCLA is a lock for the first round.
2: Yeah, he's gonna honeypot somebody. Right?
1: Oh man, right? Like, Good like, like the,
2: they're gonna they're gonna take the cheese on the fact that he's a terrific athlete. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that I would know. Orlando Brown's out. He'll go he'll probably go top fifty still, and I'll still I still think he'll be a good football player, but I don't think he's in consideration in the first round at this point. So we're gonna three uh, go
1: tackles. I mean I, Jamarco cool. Jones, no, Tyrell Crosby, no.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if there's one that, that catches us off guard, but I'm not gonna say any of them are locks. Okay. So, so I'm, fine, I'm fine with those three. Okay.
1: All right, Kyle. You talk us through the guards. Who do you got?
2: All right, so guards. We got Isaiah Wynn, who I think is a lock.
1: Okay. I'll agree.
2: We have Quentin Nelson, who I think is a lock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably the safest bet outside of uh, these quarterbacks, mm-hmm. some of these quarterbacks. Um, I could still see Jacksonville going, Will Hernandez. I don't, think he's, I don't know if he's a lock, though. Like, that's going to be the interesting part when we get to the tail end is Jacksonville. I could see taking Will Hernandez. I could see new Orleans taking Mike Gusecki. do you know some of these names that like the, these are the fringe guys. So I'm hoping we get to that point where we can kind of mix and match. And we have some, we don't have a surplus because if we have a surplus, it's going to be real hard to to slot. I am mean, I'm, I'm only going to go with two locks at guard.
1: Yeah. You know what? Um, I think Will Hernandez is obviously the next guy in this discussion. I think, I think there's there's a better chance for Will Hernandez to get drafted in the first round than maybe DJ Moore. Um, oh wow! Yeah, but we'll see. I, I mean, so we're gonna we'll just keep it at two, and we'll keep and keep it we'll, at two, just like we're doing with the tight ends. We're gonna keep uh, get, one of the tight ends. We'll keep Hernandez in the back of our mind, but we're gonna keep it at two guards for now. Which leads us to the center position. I think there's two names in play. Billy Price, Ohio State, James Daniels from Iowa. I personally think they are both 90% chances to be first-round picks. I'm curious to see if you agree or disagree.
2: With yeah, that. you know, I have a really hard time envisioning Minnesota going a different direction mm-hmm. than Price, right? Like, I know that's not very creative on our part. Sure. But it's, it's just such a perfect match as far as the need on the roster. The connection that he has with somebody else who's on the interior offensive line there that he played with for four years in college. Um,
1: Atlanta's another interior offensive line team, even Carolina, yep. Buffalo. Yep.
2: And um, I think all of those teams, you know, even Tennessee mm-hmm. potentially for, for James Daniels mm-hmm. would be That'd a team that makes sense too. We're going to so, centers? I, when's the last time that happened? I would love to know. <laughs> Uh, was it the two, year Alex Mack and
1: round. Yeah, Alex Mack and um the other good center that year. They they went both in the first round. Was went, it a pouncy? No. Ah it's gonna kill me, dude. It's gonna kill me. I'll have to look that up very soon here. Um, yeah, get
2: your producer to look at that.
1: I will. I'm gonna put James Daniels down as a lot, Kyle. I think it's Yeah, gonna...
2: I think that I think there's a lot of landmines yeah. for into your offensive line. And um like even Billy Billy has some positional versatility. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, that can play to his advantage, and it sounds like he's going to be on track to play starting uh, when the season opens. So I think two is a good number.
1: Kyle, we are done with offense, and we have 17.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 here we go.
1: The decisions we will go. be made. Decisions will be made. Um, I think I took the lead on center. We'll go, Do you want to go edge first here or defensive tackle first? Edge. Let's All go right. edge. It's on you. Go ahead.
2: All right, so we got Bradley Chubb, yep. Harold Landry. Marcus Davenport. I feel like those are the three safe names. Yep. Does Josh Sweat make it in? I don't think so. Do the, are the are the medicals? You know, there's there's some people to say the medicals are fine. The medical, you know, you good medical checks. Some people kind of speculative. I could see. I w- I would say this: the fact that the Rams traded twenty three really hurts the edge group to getting another name in there. Because that's really, like, the one glaring spot on that Rams roster that's like, eh, we should probably add some talent here. Um, but the, the, them losing the pick and New England being in play, um, sure, New England could probably afford to draft some, some edge defenders, but they love their their big uglies on the inside. They love their linebackers. Uh, they need a running back. They might be looking to trade up for a So there's just a lot of different ways that New England can go. Uh, and I think they're, they're probably going to be fine with their edge rushers because they've, got, they've gotten some good production out of guys like uh, Watts, who was a late-round pick last year. So I think three is probably my gut number here, Joe.
1: Kyle, I think that there will be exactly three. I think it will be those three names. Before we go to defensive tackle, I've got to get back to the center discussion because you mentioned the last time two went in the first round by a wonderful producer took the time to pull that up. And I was right that it was uh, the year that Alex Mack went in the first round. He was the 21st pick in 2009. Do you know who the other center was? Are you ready for this crap? Travis, Travis Frederick? No, it's Eric Wood. Buffalo Bills,
2: 28. Oh, <laughs> uh, out, folks. Raise your 4-1 Eric Wood. At the beginning of the season, we would call a serious the best featured next. Yeah, for sure,
1: for sure. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in myself that I couldn't pull that one out, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's soft. Yeah, that's bad. Okay, so I've got defensive tackles up here, Kyle. I think there are three that are locks and this, this could lead to some debate, but I'll go ahead and get them out there. You can you can then uh, let me know what you think. I think Vita Villa is a lock. Yes. I, I think Taven Bryan is a lock. Yes. And I think that Deron Payne is a lock and I think that's it. I think that's the full list three.
2: Well, I agree with the three names that you had. Okay. You don't think Mo Um
1: I think he should. I think he should be drafted. I don't think he's He
2: was not he was not invited back for medical rechecks. It was not being necessary for medical rechecks.
1: I think that he is going to go into the second round. I think that
2: this is wild. He's better than all of them.
1: I know that, Kyle. I'm being a predictor here. He's going to be a top 15 pick. In, in Joe Marino's first round, he's he's going in the first round. But that's not what we're doing here. We're being predicted. And I don't think he's a lock. It's sad.
2: It's sad. I still want to fight for him.
1: Okay, so what do we do here? I think, I think there's a 60% chance that he's a first-round pick.
2: Okay, so we'll leave him out. Okay. And I'll if look. we if if we have vacant spots, which thinking about corners and uh, safeties, we we might have a spot or two to play with here. Mohurst would probably be my number one name to get put back on.
1: Okay, so we got in our we got in the in our back pocket. We got Mohurst, a tight end, and Will Hernandez. Those are our prominent next tier guys. Yep. Team. All yep. right, Kyle, you take the lead here on linebackers.
2: Linebackers, we gonna see four, right?
1: Okay, I'm, I'm anxious to hear this.
2: We're going we're gonna to see Leighton Van Der Esch. Yep. We're going to see Roquan Smith. We're going to see Tremaine Edmonds. Yep. Yep. Who are the other options, Joe?
1: Well, you said four,
2: and so that, that
1: led me to believe you think Rayshon Evans from Alabama is a lock for the first round. I do. And you know what? I've talked to other people about this, and they said the same thing. And I thought there was a chance because look at the position, right? Linebackers, like off ball linebackers, you just don't see this type of uh, talent at the top. And you don't, I mean, two top 10 linebackers is potentially what we're looking at, with another one going probably in the top 15 and Leighton Vander Esk, And then another one. I mean, even CJ Mosley, when he came out, he was like the 16th pick. I, yeah. I just, it's hard for me to believe that we could see four. Um, I'll say you this I think that Rashad Evans has a better chance of being a first round pick. Then Hurst. I'll concede that for you. I'll give you
2: that. Yep, one. yep. And and I have a an interesting take, Joe.
1: Okay,
2: I'm not sure that Leighton Vander Esch doesn't come off the board before Roquan Smith. Oh
1: man, that's some fire. That would be crazy. That would be bad too
2: because well, Ro- I mean, you look if you look at the landscape of the top ten, right? Yeah, there's probably one or two teams that you could realistically see going linebacker. But, again, it all comes down to the quarterbacks. If the quarterback run happens early and, you know, San Francisco deems to go any other direction other than a linebacker, I think Oakland's your best bet for a linebacker, right, Yeah. in the top sure. ten. Yeah. So if Oakland goes linebacker and San Francisco goes a different direction, say Oakland picks Tremaine Evans, if I'm looking, you know, I've got a team that I – have been told really likes Leighton Van der Esch in the top fifteen, top sixteen picks. So I don't know if Roquan. No, I could see Miami going Roquan Smith. I don't know if they would. Oh, no, Buffalo's at twelve. They've got other needs on their minds. So it's going to be interesting. So if unless San Francisco takes Roquan Smith, here I'll I'll put that on it. If San Francisco takes Roquan Smith, obviously this is all moot. Yep. But if Oakland gets their, their choice of Tremaine and Roquan and they choose Tremaine, I think Van Der Esch comes off before Roquan. Okay.
1: All right. We have four linebackers uh, slotted here for the first round. We've got 27 slots filled, Kyle. We've got uh, – Five more, and we've got. We're going to have a surplus. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what yeah. we think about for these corners and safeties. I'm going to take lead here on corners. Denzel Ward's going in the first round. Um, I think Jair Alexander's going in the first round. I do too. I can see. I can
2: see. Josh Jackson's going in the
1: yeah, first round. Yeah, I can see Josh Jackson. He's too much of a ball hawk. Yep, he's going, right? So he's going. Yep. I think that's it. I think that's all. I old... think that's it. Okay, and the next guy yep. would be like Isaiah Oliver, maybe Mike Hughes. are one of those guys are going to go in the first round, though, in my
2: opinion. Yeah, second round. Goes. I wouldn't be. Su- I wouldn't be surprised if Oliver does, just because okay. of how effective he is in press. You know, I know I. I really like that fit with New England at thirty-one. Yeah. Um, not sure they ought to go that way, obviously, but I would not be surprised if he gets his name called.
1: Kyle, you're up with safeties.
2: Three. Derwin James, Yep, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Justin Reed.
1: I think those are absolute locks for the first round. The problem is, Kyle, we've got 33. Ha, ha. So we've got 33 in our back pocket. We have Hurst, the tight end, and Will Hernandez. And so not only do we not get to add any of those guys, but we have we got to cut take somebody a guy. off. We, we have so to be a quarterback. We cut a quarterback. When I look at this list of players that I think. Well, the players that jump out to me is the ones I think we maybe got wrong. I think that Jackson, Lamar Jackson, I think is not a lock. I think that one of these wide receivers is not a lock. I think that Rashad Evans is not necessarily a lock. Those are where my mind goes for the cuttable player. And then you also have to look at some of these interior offensive linemen. Uh, Win and Price are both coming off injuries. That shouldn't stop them. They're going to be ready for training camp. The NFL's weird. And James Daniels, just because it's so rare to see two centers. So those are where my mind goes, Kyle. Anything that stands out to you is where we could – we have to. We absolutely have to cut a guy.
2: Right. Um. I think the positional value in the inside offensive line has me thinking that direction more than anything else. I think there's a lot of wide receiver-hungry teams, and I think the scarcity there is going to force some teams to pull the trigger. Uh, I feel the same way about the quarterbacks where they're going to be selling high, right? I mean, they're, they're, if you want one, you got to get them early. And that fifth-year option and control is too big a deal for a team like New York to not jump up and get Mason Rudolph if they have the opportunity there at the uh, end of the first round. Or, I mean, Buffalo hasn't done the purging they have on the quarterback room to not get a quarterback this year. So are they going to pony up and go get one early, or are they going to stand pat and take Mason Rudolph or Lamar Jackson? So – I think it's more likely that we're overselling either Billy Price or James Daniels or potentially Isaiah Wynn than we are overselling quarterbacks or wide receivers. Alright, so
1: let's take quarterbacks and wide receivers off the list. Where are you on okay, I agree with you, we're on the same page here with the Centier offensive line thing. The same by the same token, Rashawn Evans, there's no forty yard dash on him. Uh his other testing was poor. One year starter. <laughs> I know I keep going back to him, but if we have to cut a guy, is, is he in play based on this discussion and how we see things mapped out right now?
0: Um,
2: I don't know. I think Alabama, the Alabama-New England connection at 31 is pretty interesting, too. Yeah. If he makes it there. Although Pittsburgh's going to have their, their say here as well. And we're talking about potentially three linebackers going in top 15, top 20. So I don't know. I, uh, I mean – Pittsburgh and New England at the back end, those are pretty significant landmines for a guy like Rashawn Evans if he's sliding and both those teams having needs at linebacker.
1: We are, I don't know if we're getting anywhere. Okay, so it sounds like to me you are pretty sold out for interior offensive line. I think so. What's the name? Because I think I'd. Who should
2: I, it be or who is it going Oh, no, yeah,
1: we're pretty predictors here. This is not Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. 32. I think
2: it it should be James Daniels.
1: Well, that's not what I asked you. Who is it going to be? Deanna, one of these guys. We're probably going to be wrong about more than one guy here. So,
2: <laughs> Who is I mean, it, the name I keep coming back to that, like, there's no way he should, but Isaiah Wynn?
1: Oh, that's so stupid. His tape is so good, man.
2: <laughs> it's ridiculously good, but think about it. Yeah. Because, I mean, the te- a lot of the teams in the mid 20s that need alignment, they need centers. I know and Minnesota to Billy with Billy Price, like I can't see them going a different direction. If Roquan Smith somehow falls to nineteen, I don't see any way Dallas doesn't take Roquan Smith, but I would have loved to see Isaiah Wynn end up in uh, in Dallas.
1: Yeah. I agree there. I can't believe we're going to do it. I can't believe we're going to bump. Isaiah. Is is
2: is that is that your? Are you following what I'm putting down here?
1: I, because uh, I think we have to agree on something here. Uh, that I I will I can I'll buy into that logic, and I will agree with you. I still, am um, on my horse here with Lamar Jackson and Rashawn Evans and one of these wide receivers. But I think because we have to get to a consensus. That I understand your logic, and I'll be willing to buy
2: it. Yeah, but but I am I am emphatically pushing back on the idea of cutting Isaiah Witt.
1: I know that because he's
2: so, <laughs> he's so good. He's uh, so good. I I have a hard time buying that the league's going to do that. But I'm just sitting here thinking through and trying to connect the dots with the needs and the apprehension that teams might have with. Like, if all things are the same, I would have Isaiah win 10 times out of 10 over Billy Price. Mm -hmm. But I look at the Minnesota connection with Pat Elfline. Mm -hmm. And does the team care? Like, are we overthinking that?
1: I I don't know. Uh, you, You haven't said much about James Daniels in terms of being predictive in him not being in there. I mean, I know Atlanta, Tennessee, both of those make a lot of sense. Is, are we going to see two centers go?
2: I mean, Daniels should be the one that doesn't get it taken. I just don't know. With I mean, like Tennessee and Atlanta, he makes sense for both teams.
1: Right. I think Atlanta is going to be a defensive tackle spot, though.
2: Okay, so now you're selling me on cutting Daniels, which I would be fine with. Well, uh, so if
1: it's not Tennessee, then where, right? I think that's where it gets hard for me.
2: Sure. And well, I, where would the where would the spots be for Win? Dallas at 19s consideration, Seattle at 18s consideration. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, those are spots. I, I think every team could use
2: Isaiah Win. <laughs>
1: That's good football player.
2: I would rather cut James Daniels than Isaiah Win. I just think Win's tape is too good, and you can sit here and make the justification for for anybody. But right,
1: we have to cut one. Yeah. Okay. Daniels
2: is cut. Cut one. James Daniels. Get out of here.
1: Okay. There's there, our thirty-two. There's our thirty-two. We've got six quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers, three offensive tackles, two guards, one center. 3 edge, 3 defensive tackles, 4 linebackers, 3 cornerbacks and 3 safeties. Not on our is, list. James Daniels is, out. Maurice Hurst out. No tight ends, no Will Hernandez in our April 9th prediction of the 32 players going in the first. I year.
2: I would be willing to bet we probably get 26-27 names out of that.
1: Last year I got 28 in my mock.
2: Yep. So we'll see. Well, go ahead and rub it in some more. You done?
1: I've got another month. I, I mean, this—if I don't go repeat champion, <laughs> no, you man, don't. No, you don't. Well, I got it. You have you,
2: another two and a half
1: weeks. Well, okay. Well, I need to make sure that I boast in this for another two and a half weeks. Now, Kyle, if I go back to back most accurate mock draft in the world champion, then I'm going to have some demands.
2: <laughs> That's fine. What do you want—a salary?
1: Um, well, I have that already. So, maybe something else. You know, we'll see. I'll be okay. working on that over the next two and a half weeks.
2: Okay. Yeah, you let me know what your demands are. Okay. Sounds like we're going to be wagering something again, which I can't freaking wait to lose. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. Not- I mean, it ma- it makes sense that we put some, some skin in the game here on the mock-up and competition. And
1: let's hear from the people, too. This is a big competition. This is a big one.
2: And it, it's the one. It's the really. one. The
1: stakes are high. So the people need to fill up our mentions with what the stakes should be for the loser between Kyle and I in the Huddle Report Mock Draft Championship Contest.
2: Can I just complain for a second?
1: Yes. This is,
2: yeah, I know nobody's yeah. going to care. Everybody's turning the podcast off now already, especially yeah. when I lead with that. Can I just complain for a second? I beat like 85 people last year <laughs> in the industry, yep. including everybody else in NDT Scouting. Except for you, yep. I had a score last year that was better than the score that won the year before. Yeah. that's how
1: good mine was. Jesus, man.
2: Kyle, you did well. well. You did well. Yeah, I, I don't want to do well. I want to win. Right. That's the point.
1: The stakes will be high. I'm, I'm anxious to hear what people think the wager ought to be.
2: Yes, yeah, so please let us know. You can reach Joe. He is at the Joe Marino at NDT Scouting. You can also let us know at the at NDT Scouting LLC page where we keep you up to date with all of our latest content over at NDTScouting.com. Make sure you swing by. Uh, I'm hoping to do a what would I do mock draft for NDTScouting.com this week. That should be fun. Uh, my other mock is going up at FanRag Sports. Uh, Joe, obviously. Defending the title, he's going to have to put a mock draft up here in the very near future as well. Uh, So keep an eye out for those things. We're also starting to profile all 32 teams, your draft primers for these teams, every single pick that they have, uh, entering the draft weekend, Uh, players that they have that are expiring contracts in 2019, so you know positions that they might be thinking ahead on, key additions in free agency, key losses in free agency and trades, uh, so we're going to have all that set on the table here for you guys over the course of the next two weeks. So please swing over to ndtscouting.com, com, check it out. Thanks for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Follow with us for the rest of the month of April. We're getting down to it. We're real close now. We've only got a handful of shows before the draft gets here. We're going to steer you all the way through. Thanks for listening to the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs signing off with Joe Marino. We'll catch up with you all on Wednesday.
1: What does your morning sound like?
0: Oh, goodbye, baby.
1: She's finally asleep.
0: Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? Mm.
2: Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's.
0: Mix and match two of your favorites for just $4. The sausage McMuffin with egg and the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.
1: What does your morning sound like?
0: Goodbye, baby.
1: She's finally asleep.
0: Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I get a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? Mm.
2: Here's to making your morning routine a little better with a delicious breakfast from McDonald's.
0: Mix and match two of your favorites for just $4. The sausage McMuffin with egg and the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.